again, friends, new and old, subscribers, followers, and people finding us for the first time. With you, as always, I'm Top Toast. And I am your fellow foot model and host of this show, <laughs> Any Cuties Toast. Oh my god, I can't even get that out with a straight face. <laughs> And for a second, Hi, I said, and I didn't even uh, say the name of the show, but I don't but... <laughs> say the name of the show. You do. So what's the name of the show? Um, well, I would hope that people would know. But if you don't know, this is the Oh Those Toes podcast. So if you're listening on Spotify, I am glad you're here. If you'd like to know um, a, a little bit about what we look like and some of our guests, you can always check out our YouTube channel. But I think I like people to listen to us mostly. So, um, welcome. I am Any. Welcome, um, Any. <laughs> I don't welcome you. You're my co-host. You're with me just about every week. I mean, we can welcome each other. Welcome, Top Toes. I'm so glad you're here. Right, and then you welcome me because you're so glad I'm here because we couldn't do this without each other. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. You know, last week we talked about that ridiculous article, which was really just an ad for Feet Finder, among several other uh, foot fetish, quote-unquote, foot fetish websites. Um, And I think, you know, if we kind of just wrap it up, basically what we're saying is don't get your advice from Google because you'll end up making really silly mistakes that might cost you money, which led us to thinking about what kind of mistakes did we make when we first started and what kind of mistakes are foot fetish uh, consumers, buyers, sellers, models, producers, photographers making, right? Um, I actually just posted a question on Instagram like two seconds before we started recording. And our dear friend, Mrs. Wicked Little Souls, um, Wicked underscore Little underscore Souls on IG, and I think Twitter as well. Shout out. Uh, on, on Twitter, I think she's just Mrs. Wicked Souls kind of run together. Um, says, being too nice to time wasters and not setting boundaries. Oh. I think if you want to scale it back, I think the biggest mistake anyone on any side of any equation in this community, uh, in, in the commercial part of this community makes, would would straight be boundaries. You kind of got to set them up front. <clears throat> well, when when I started, I didn't know. I mean, I had a set of sort of rules that I wanted to to live by and, and kind of run my page by. Um, like I vowed that I would never do nudity or turn into a porn star. Not that there was anything wrong with porn stars, but that wasn't my goal. That's not my goal. And it hasn't been from the beginning. So I my rule was if my mom can't see it or I can't admit it to my mom then I can't film it. So okay. that's kind of what I what I stick to. Because otherwise, it is very, very easy to do some crazy shit for, for dollars. 
Do you know what I mean? Like somebody's offering a ridiculous amount of money to do this thing, you know. Um, I don't know. You might. So. <laughs> you might. Um, so that was my boundary. That was what I. Um, and I'm really kind of glad that I stuck to it mostly. Um, and and the generation, it's. It's not quite the generation older than us because it's not really it doesn't really come out of the boomers. It comes out of like the older millennials uh, remind us that nothing ever disappeared. Pardon me, not the, the older Gen X, rather. Nothing ever. Nothing's ever deleted on the Internet. Right. Mm-hmm. If you put it online, it will exist somewhere in perpetuity. So my question was, um Tell me a mistake you made as a newbie in this community. And so I didn't specify it out to anybody, um, but I got a lot of responses from consumers. Mm. Um, Surprisingly, like so quickly within minutes, I've got a ton of them. Um, Someone says, I come too much and too fast on her feetsies before she had given me the okay. (laughs) Uh, okay, that that's not. I I don't think that's in a consumer <laughs> realm at all. That's just a, a. Well, you know what? In my in his defense, I said in this community. I mean, right? You know oh, what absolutely. I mean? So... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's another one that says, "I thought everyone would be into my foot and shrinking fetish." Oh boy, did I feel small. <laughs> oh guys um yeah but uh i don't know if you saw on twitter actually just a couple days ago um someone retweeted um someone's tweet that obviously is sort of redundant but they retweeted that um there were screenshots of someone that was wasting a, a model's time so he was ordering a large photo set and she gave him a price. And then he said, well, can you let me show me, can you send me a picture um, just to see, you know, kind of like the placement or what I, or what I want or something like that. I can't remember. So she writes his name on her souls, sends the picture and then he goes to her. Mm. And that is, a mistake number one, right? Like that is rule number Absolutely. one. You should never your, say this, but your social media presence is your free samples. You never have to set up you never have to give another free sample. And I think early on in photography, um, yeah, when somebody had a really specific thing, you kind of were tempted to go okay let me do just an establishing shot send it to the client see if they see if we're on the right path and maybe but you know you can't you can't do it you can't waste too much time on it if you're willing to do just that little bit but you certainly can't set the whole thing up do the writing on your feet and basically give them exactly what they're looking for as a free sample because they've got one pick, do they need to now spend the money on the other 49 or 9 or right. 13? Right. So one thing that I learned, and I mean, this was supposed to be, uh, we were just going to kind of discuss, like, mistakes that we've made and things to watch out for. And I didn't want it to turn into sort of like us giving advice kind of a a segment. But 
one of the things that I do is if somebody's adamant about getting a sample, um, I have them pay for the sample. Mm. Like send $5 as a good sign of faith. $5 isn't going to make or break me, but it will be a good indicator as to where that, uh, as to whether or not that person is serious about buying. So do you have a cash app? Do you have a credit card? Do you have, you know, an OnlyFans that you're going to send a tip through. Um, So if they're not willing to do that, then I know they're just trying to get freebies. And for some people, that's an actual fetish. Like they get off on trying to steal or trying to get one over on. Yes. They're like, yes, I got another free one and they're done for the day. Like that's, it's not even about getting off. It's just that they just enjoy doing that. Like that's the entire purpose of it. Yeah, if you're setting up something large where it's a long video, where it's a reasonable amount of money transaction, a small deposit is a great thing. And once your small deposit's in your hand, then yeah, you don't feel bad about saying, okay, well, here's a, here's a shot I took. It's kind of setting up. To, are we in the right place here? You know, right. you no longer feel that your time's being wasted because you've got that little bit of deposit. They've proven yeah. to you that they're uh, a committed buyer. Right. Yeah, And if you end up discussing and you don't decide you're after all that discussion, you're not going to go somewhere, then maybe in earnest and good faith, you give them back their deposit because you're not actually going to have the transaction. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's up to you individually. Um, but yeah, there was a different thing you said earlier that, that had, that put me off on a tangent thought, but I, I lost it. Maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I, um, yeah, I, I... Oh, I know what it was. Okay. Um, you said the, the, one of our, uh, one of your answers said, you know, I thought everyone would be into, maybe he was joking, maybe he wouldn't. Um, but I find the opposite is true. There are so many people into so many different things um, that if you've got a style a niche or something you're comfortable with don't you don't have to bend so much there's there's a fetish out there for everyone and, and everyone has a fetish uh the downside of that is you know you're following a lot of people on social media and especially twitter where the the gloves are off you see a lot of things from people who are part of our foot community doing things beyond or with feet that are like ooh, wish i could get that out of my feed i'm just not into that personally um but obviously other people are right so if you're the fetishist with something strange don't don't give up or don't water down your idea somebody's out there producing what you want to see and if you're a a content producer with a specific thing you like to do a specific eye um you know, keep going. Um, now that is true. I mean, that is true. But I think the mistake that maybe I'm I'm understanding from his response is that some people think they're going to be famous, <laughs> or you know, Quentin Tarantino because of this fetish. But let's face it: like, not only does this person have a foot fetish, but it's a shrinking down fetish. And, and I can't say that that is because we're not saying it's just giant tests. We're saying it's shrinking down, like the actual act of going from large to small. It it's popped like, up on that Amazon show you turned me on to. 
Oh, well, yeah. No, it absolutely did. So. Yeah. Did you start watching? Have you started watching? Just some of the clips you sent me. Okay. Didn't start yeah. watching the show, no. So, Top and I are going to review. Um, I keep saying The Lost Boys. It's not No, the it's Lost called Boys. The Boys. It's I believe The it's Boys. On Amazon Prime. And Gen V has a lot of fetish scenes in there. Um, some of them are really funny. Some of them are really sexy. Um, it's just the way that it's portrayed is amazing. So um, you guys should really some, watch that show, those shows, so that you can, you know. Somebody in, the, somebody in the writing staff's got some really kinky ideas and they've got enough money to actually depict some of the things that for the rest of our kinky friends are only fantasy or at the best 3D <laughs> renders. They're amazing. They're amazing. But, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll finish watching the shows and then we'll discuss at a later time. Um, yeah, but one of the things I think that, um, like, I remember I had kind of a squabble with someone actually on your page. Um, you posted a picture and he said something like, oh, she's got great feet and legs, but a lousy attitude. Now, um, this stood out because I remember this vividly because it was kind of in the beginning. It was like a first year or two early on in our quote unquote careers. Um, but he was upset because he kept demanding things and making suggestions, right? So he kept saying, oh, that's nice. But, you know, it would look really good if you did X, Y, Z. You should really think if you posted more about this, your fans would follow you more. Your fans would like you more. Your fans. So eventually I got tired of it and I was like, hey, listen, my page, my post, I do post whatever the fuck I want. And he was insulted and he was offended because, you know, he was just looking out for me. So um, I think I think the boundaries thing that Mrs. Wicked said is absolutely right. In the beginning, we're not quite sure. And then and then you know, as time goes on, we end up being a little bit mean about things and less patient. So the person that's messaging us for the first time and is saying, you have the most sexy feet in the world. Can I suck them? Um, you know, in the beginning, I would be like, oh, that's kind of nice. Thanks. But no, you can't. Like, I would actually respond, you know, um, and then in the middle of, you know, a couple of years ago, I was just like really ugly about it. And I'd be like, the fuck? Like, you know, and I give him like nasty attitude about it and be like, how fucking dare you, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and then now I'm at a point where I just ignore. It's just, I just ignore. I just move on. I don't even block. I just ignore. I don't even read the messages, you know. So, um, yeah, definitely a mistake that I feel that I wish I would have, you know, known early on is setting those boundaries and identifying the time wasters. That is such a skill. Let me tell you, I wish oh, I could yeah. put that on my resume. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you this. It now happens in the other direction. It used to be the, the guys who are posing as customers um, who were there to, to waste your time and, and try to get a, a free bite at you. And um, you know, pretend they're buying just to get some attention and talk to you for a while. And then, yeah, you find out it's all been a waste of your time, but I've been approached in the other direction and it's like, Hey, Hey cutie. Hey, 
hey, can you DM me? I'm like, are we in a DM? What, 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 what is going on? Oh, hey, I really like your profile. Get to the point. What are you selling? Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of cold sales. I don't like that. I think that in itself is a mistake in the community. I think the women who this women, right? I'm sellers. It could be it could be males, whatever. But the people that are selling that use this as a tactic, they might say otherwise. It might actually work. You know, like I had someone tell me once um that I should start an email list, you know, like a generate a, a list, collect everybody's emails. And that I should message them every single day. Because eventually one would bite. Who has the time for that? And well, you how send, many they your, send mass emails. But how many of your customers that might buy from you once a month would unsubscribe from your mailing list after you hit them seven times? Right. I'm thinking you lose more people that. with that move than gain. I hate that because I don't want to be harassed. And... um. Every now and again, every now and again, I will send, I think in my entire OnlyFans career, I've sent two or three mass messages. One of them was saying, hey, my OnlyFans is not going to be free anymore. It's going to be $1. The second message was like, oh, hey, by the way, OnlyFans doesn't let us charge a dollar anymore. Like, <laughs> And then the, like one of the third ones was like, hey, I know you get a lot of solicitations. Here's a free picture set or whatever and I send a couple of pictures and then um and I have sold twice uh I've sent like a mass message offering a video now the response that I got from that was um like one day somebody said hey do you have any um you know like oily joi or something like that and I was like yeah like in fact you scroll up there's a message with that video in there and they're like oh my gosh I didn't even notice because I get so many messages. Yeah, I think on on a, a platform like OnlyFans, loyal fans, unfiltered. I'm not offended by the mass messages because I expect them because they're just part of that platform. I think if I showed up in my inbox, I'd be like, "The fuck." Yeah, Who the fuck yeah but think I you are old age. But I follow a couple of people on OnlyFans whom I like. Like, I'm fans. I'm a fan as well. And I had to unfollow somebody just yesterday because the sheer amount of messages that I was getting from this person, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I would respond and I would say, hey, I, I, I'm a, a creator as well, so I'm not really going to buy your messages. So maybe you can put me on the other list, right? Because you can separate your lists. Oh, can you? Can you? And then they didn't bother, didn't give a shit, just kept mass messaging like every day, two, three times a day. It was so obnoxious. I really do think that's a mistake in the community. I, I know that there are people that are, will disagree, but I think that's a mistake as a as a content creator to harass your, like to do cold calling, cold sales and harassment. It's just not, I don't know. I just don't do business that way. It's, um. Yeah, I will say I, I've never really dabbled in unfiltered uh, in OnlyFans as we know, but um, I'm I'm on unfiltered, and I know when unfiltered first popped up, there was a couple models who would send out maybe an every other day kind of mass message. It was kind of hey, this is the latest. Uh, I just shot such and such a set. You can see some of it on my latest post, and uh, you know others are available 
you know, their places kind of thing. Um, How do you feel about looked, that? The more successful people don't seem to do that nearly as much. The community as a whole seems to be doing it less than when the platform was new. How did you feel about that kind of message? Did it Does it work? Do you think it worked? It reads a lot like a, um, you know, it just reads as a mass message. And if you're just not interested, you just kind of open it and close it. Market red, whatever. It's not of great concern. I don't know that it would have prompted me if my feed was a lot more flooded and I wasn't automatically seeing all that person's posts, it might have caught my eye and said for them to kind of recap what content they've put out in the week. Mm. Interesting. Um, maybe. Maybe there would have been a benefit in my eyes to it. At the time, I didn't have that many people in my feed. I wasn't following that many people, so it wasn't like I hadn't already seen the pics that they were talking about. Okay. All right, so as a, uh, let's go back to your Instagram days. As a shout-out page, can you think of any mistakes that you made? Like hindsight is twenty twenty. so can you think of something that you're like, damn, I wish I would have known that back then? Um, I know why I pissed off a couple people um, by you know, reposting their stuff without permission or very early on, uh, even though I had always kind of spoken on the idea of, I definitely started with like, you know, very weird to try to ask for the first thing to repost when you have nothing, no content on your page, but you got to start somewhere. Um, You know, and that message is interesting, but you you get through it. But, you know, there was a, a level where when the stuff was more commercial, I thought it might be more okay, and I tagged the person. But, you know, like, you don't think that somebody who's doing commercial studio stuff is even monitoring their own page. And I got a nasty message from somebody who was, you know, like, studio porn star level person. And I'm like, um, okay. Yeah. That's really weird because the the... I, I've mixed um, feelings, like pe- I have people with mixed feelings about that because some of the people that I talk to, um, the pantyhose models in particular, they don't like their stuff reposted without permission. Like it specifically says on their page, do not repost. Um, and there are others that are like, repost me, always repost me, always, always, always repost me. As, and the thing is, if you- if you use your social media bio profile to, to indicate that one way or the other, cool. Because the one piece of advice I'll get, give that will keep you out of that, that hot water 80% of the time is at least always read the person's bio before you repost them. Read That's the true. person's bio before you send them a DM. You know, putting the DM button anywhere other than on their bio is a disservice because it doesn't give you a chance to read their bio before you hit the DM. Right, yeah. Um, but when somebody doesn't say one way or the other, when you look at their tagged photos and they're tagged by this person, that person, the other person, then you think when they've sent you a nasty message says, don't repost my shit, it kind of sounds like, oh, well, this person can, this person can, but this these people can't. 
I, I don't think you was... need to be nasty about it. You know what I mean? Like I, if there's something that I don't want reposted, and or so and somebody reposts it, I tell them. I don't. I don't have that problem. I don't mind if people repost me as long as they tag me. Yeah. What I do mind is thing. when people alter my images. Yes. I so that really bothers me because cropping off watermarks was big, or oh, just you cropping them never so they do don't that. look good. Never do that. Never crop somebody's watermark ever. Never. Never and, do that. That's a, and that's some a people, huge mistake. Some people no, Instagram has the really funny um, aspect ratio problems. It does. Um, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's four by five, it. but it also defaults to square, and then you, until you stretch it to four by five, and a lot of people would screenshot. And then repost it and end up reposting it square either because they were just too lazy or just too dumb to get it back to its original aspect ratio and totally change the composition of the photo. And if you consider yourself a photographer, you've already, the composition is how you want it. That's part of what you're presenting. Yeah, I I have a problem. I have a huge problem with that because a lot of times people thought they were being artistic by like zooming into the toes or something like that but all it does is reduce the quality of the picture mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to take ownership for that crappy picture that you just posted post the yeah. original if you're going to post it don't the exception the being don't the people... take the shading don't you know don't make any adjustments to it regardless of how much better you think it's going to be you know and for a while you had those people that would like download the app that would make it look like a drawing and then they would fake it. They'd be like, Oh yeah, I just drew this. I'm like, yeah, no, you downloaded an app. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a lot of people still passing off that. that no, part. come on um, now. But then there's a lot of people that we know and we've talked to a few of them in, especially in the, okay. the size, size and giants of fetish community who do some amazing edits and they are doing, they're putting time into their edits. Um, usually they're asking permission to use the work or they're kind of previewing it to you and saying, hey, I just did this. Do you mind if I post it? Yeah. No, those are fantastic. Yeah, those are fantastic. Um, yeah, but definitely don't change the the quality of the picture and remove watermarks and things. So, Or even filter somebody's photo. Yeah, good. I don't like that either. Don't put a filter on my photo. If I wanted a filter on it, I would have done it, you know. So yeah, I, I get real I get real pissy about that, especially because of, you know, my husband, bottom drawer photos. He puts a lot of time and effort into his work for somebody to just come and snatch his watermark off and then, you know, redo it and then I don't know, pass it off as their own. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. But Lately, I've actually uh, stolen quite a few of Wicked's uh, photos to to open threads on Twitter, but it's with intention, and she knows I'm doing it. Yeah, but that's your friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could take any picture that you wanted, and if you cropped the watermark, I think it would be fine. Uh, it, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's different. But, yeah, no. Um, okay, so what other mistakes do you think can you think of that you have made as a reposter slash shout out page or photographer hmm. all right let's let's turn to our um let's turn to our instagram audience and see um somebody said uh getting scammed okay well that's i don't <laughs> 
Yeah. How did well, you get scammed? Like, I need to know. What were you doing? You made a mistake that allowed you to get scammed, and right. what was it? Um, and I think sometimes, you know, gotta gotta call a spade a spade. Sometimes the the mistake made when most guys get scammed is they get to a point that they're thinking with their dick. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody out there should be scamming, but um, it's always going to happen, right? Of course, but um, yeah, I think sometimes the mistake that consumers make is not clarifying. So that means, you know, okay, so this is the kind of video that I want. So just to confirm, it's going to be five minutes long, 10 minutes long, whatever. It's going to have this, but not this, you know, like we, we had this conversation about reshooting in our group chat. Remember that just not too long ago, um, where one of the girls said, well, I, if somebody's not happy with their content, I reshoot it. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit. I'm not going to reshoot an entire video because you didn't clarify. Right. So I make sure that I ask these things as well. Like, you know, what point of view they want, um, am I saying anything? Is there anything that they specifically want to say or that they don't want me to say or that they want me to do with my feet? Sometimes they'll say, no, it's, you know, take your liberties. It's creator's choice. Um, and if they say that and I, you know, do whatever I want and then they complain about it, no way in hell am I reshooting it. Now, if they're complaining about like, hey, I specifically wanted, you know, um, to see the wrinkles on your feet in the sun. That's why I asked. And I've had people ask me that, like, can you shoot during the day and not at night, not under artificial night, but under sunlight. Um, so now if you asked for say a set of 50 of soul pictures, oily, um, and then they send you dry, then, then yeah, of course, absolutely. You have the right to complain. And then you've been scammed if they don't give you what you want. Uh, but I think the mistake that a lot of the consumers make is they're not clear about what they want. Um, so, and then a mistake that a lot of the models make is they think this guy's a simp. He'll take whatever I give him. And I've literally heard people say that before. It's mm. very discouraging. It's very ugly. But, but yeah. I think that might be just a mistake a lot of people in the community make when you say, oh, this guy's a simp. No, the persona that person puts onto their social media page is a simp. Their um, sexual fetish and bedroom persona is a simp. That person might be the CFO of Fortune 500 company most of the time. Right. Don't assume that the... Because the, we're all putting on a persona. And don't assume that the persona that you're reading when you were looking at their tweets or even when they're in their DMs with you is everything that person is. Because no one is just their fetish. Right. Um, you know, you know some of the things that I do in my real life. And, uh, you know, there, there are things that not only would I not put up with, but I could um, remedy very, very easily. But that's society that me that, you know, only a few people know. Right. Because my online persona is very much just my online persona. It's just top toes. So going along with what you just said, someone said, um, someone said, believing that the model is exactly who they say they are. Bingo. Yes. (laughs) 
some of the bitchiest social media doms I know are the sweetest people in real life. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, some of the ones who look sweet as pie, girl next door, can be kind of a bitch. It works both ways. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, um, here's another one. Having too many mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's. Uh, I was going to say that's just a problem in the scene in general, but if you're not collared and owned, you can sub to whoever you want. Uh, yeah. If you're, if one of your mistresses considers ownership. Now I'm just talking like, you know, pure world BDSM rules. Um, you don't mean knows. like cheating on your wife kind of a mistress? <laughs> I don't think that's what he means. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, yeah. If it's cheating on your wife mistresses, yeah, more than one gets, gets really difficult. Uh, <laughs> how many bank accounts do you have uh, who is your employer and do you have a position for me? Because I'd like to have the amount of money it takes to have multiple mistresses. <laughs> Not that I want to have multiple mistresses. Not that you need to. You're poly. <laughs> True. You can have all the girlfriends and all the mistresses. Uh, inherently, <laughs> as, uh, in, in that terms of it, as, as a poly guy, I don't think it's possible to have a mistress, per se. Well, unless that not, a mistress like as my, a, uh... not a mistress like a secret lover. More like... A, a person that owns you, like you're, oh, yes. like you're. So now going your, your back, the, going back to the definition we assumed. Right, right. Yes. Um, so we're assuming that mistress is 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 a is is a synonymous with dom. I mean, it's not right. And if if that's the case, uh, having too many mistresses can be a little difficult. Um, but if it's not a twenty four seven situation with any of them, and especially if none of them considers you owned and collared. So I'm thinking, if you have time for it, enjoy. But you know. I'm thinking his mistake was lying, right? Saying yes, I will um, serve you and only you, and then lying, and then going to another one and going, yes, you're my goddess, you're my only one, I will serve you and only you, and then getting caught. Agreed. That I mean, I that... also think that if anyone who is an online only social media mistress thinks that any one of their subs is loyal to only them, they got another thing coming. <laughs> You know what, though? There are men out there that only want the online communication because they feel anything in real life is a betrayal to their partner in real life. So they only keep it to the... I'm just saying, you know, it's a fickle community. I mean, just any community, really. Uh, I feel like people are going to be lying and presenting in a way that benefits them. And they're more likely to lie online. Who are we kidding? You know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what are the mistakes that... I'm thinking we take a short break. Let some of your uh, responses tally up for a second. And um, come back in just, I don't know, 15 seconds or less. Okay. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
right, and we're back. And you're <laughs> giggling already. Ever. Huh? I said you're giggling already. I'm giggling already because I <laughs> I thought of something that I thought of something that you don't do anymore that you used to do. And it's not funny. I was like, which is funny the way that we came back from the break, it's... but <laughs> um yeah, so I thought it was a super cool idea and then it quickly became kind of crappy. Um, you used to have a contest where um, you gave away t-shirts to the winner. You'd post the picture in whatever order and then people had to like. So it was like the one with the most likes won. And that sounded really cool. And it was really fun, except that some people, and maybe this was their mistake, just took it way too personal and way too serious when they lost. Mm. When yeah. They the, and you know what? I I changed my opinion on that so hard that I actually spoke against the whole contest thing because it does. Yeah. It was a mistake because it, and that was, of course, not your intention or anyone running the contest. It's never their intention, but it ended up just kind of pinning models against models. Yes. It breaking yeah. up the community and making the community competitive. It was just very competitive. Yeah. Yes. The commercial aspect of the community is going to make it competitive because everybody's trying to make their buck and there's only so many bucks to go around. But at the same time, you don't have to stomp on one person to make a, a buck off a different one. Yeah. And I think... I think I can turn that into a positive. I think the way that you make your buck is by doing your thing that's your thing because no one else is doing your thing. And one of the, well, I can say the mistakes I made and got over, or I can say spin it the positive. If you've got a viewpoint, everybody's got a viewpoint. As a photographer, as a model, as a repost page even, if you have a certain point of view, that's what the way you present. Don't give up your point of view. Um, I remember for a while, early days um, of doing a reposting page, and you're like, oh, why is this, this, and this going on your page? You know that's not you. And I'm like, I know it's not me, but you know, I don't know how to tell people, no, that's not me, even though it's really not the viewpoint of the page. This same is even more true as a photographer. I was talking okay. to a photographer recently. Um, actually, we've mentioned him. Um, uh, Cecil's Pantyhouse. He's worked with uh, Loom is Unique. Oh, and a yeah. Bunch of other uh -huh. people. And I was yeah. having a small I, a little conversation on Twitter. You know, I think it was just in the back and forth of comments. And he said he was, wanted to change some stuff up. I'm like, well, I'm all for growth. But Cecil's Pantyhouse has a viewpoint. It, it has a style. You look at a photo and whether it's watermarked for it or not, you know it's a Cecil's pantyhose photo. He has a certain viewpoint as a photographer. And I would hate for him to lose that. Evolve? Sure. Change? Not much. I mean, I, I don't begrudge him if he wants to wholesale change who he is, but if you've, if you've got a viewpoint in your art and even if reposting is an art, continue to express it don't don't lose it don't bend for other people like, especially yeah. don't bend for the dude in the comments going oh that would be so much better if you pointed your toe left instead of right yeah i think i think that that's a mistake among a lot of the 
I don't know if I want to say younger or inexperienced or even more people with sort of a submissive type personality. Um, they're just, you know, nice and sweet and kind of people pleasers. And there's a lot of us out there in the world. Um, and then they would just end up trying to do too much. So then it was hard. Then it's hard to identify what kind of cage, what kind of quote unquote model that person is. Like what's going on here? Cause then they were just doing everything um, to try to appease everyone. And it just doesn't work. And I think that may be a mistake. I think find the, find the thing that you like, that you enjoy doing and that you, your fan base enjoys for you to do. I mean, if you have really unique heels, then focus on your heels. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's why you say like, there's a everyone for a foot and a foot for everyone. Because mm-hmm. yes, that bunion might be, you know, absolutely horrible in your eyes, but I'm telling you, there's a fan base for that. Like there is some guy out there loving bunions right now. So I think it's a mistake to try to be something that you're not sort of naturally. Yeah. Bottom drawer photos. I've seen his photography evolved because I've known him long enough. I've known him since pretty much day one of his foray into fetish photography. He's not static, but you can still look at one of his photos from the beginning and from now and know he's the photographer on it because he has a specific style, a specific viewpoint. And it's hard to find your own style in this community because there's so many. It's saturated now. So there's so many of us. It's really hard to find your own unique style. So, um, which leads us back to what we were mentioning a little bit earlier. I think off the air about <laughs> this pages that would copy every single thing you did. Like, oh, yes. That, I think is doing rows of three. I'm going to do rows of three. I mean, that's a standard now, but before it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. That's, I didn't, I didn't invent that. Instagram did. It's just, you know, there were some of us who took advantage of it, but I, yeah, I forget what all the individual things were, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think, um, (laughs) I think, um, taking it in a little bit of a different direction, one of the mistakes that I made as a baby foot model was that I gave too much importance to too many people um, it, in, in the sense that they almost felt entitled to me, which results in stalker behavior. Mm. You know, people want to take p- possession of you. Like they're very possessive over you and your time. And then we get the jealous. So I don't do that. I don't have that problem anymore because I don't do that anymore. Like, just make people feel entirely too special. So I never have, other than you, really. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't have those kind of conversations with people anymore because it just was, man, it was just, yeah. So consumers, uh, all the boys that like the the feet, um, you should not think that this, you're this model's favorite because... There are way too many boys doing way too many things for all of us. Um, oh, you just reminded me of um, literally everyone's number one fan. I forget what that guy. Oh my was. god! If, if I if I remembered guy. it, I would. If I remembered <laughs> it, I wouldn't say it on the air anyway. But he he was your number one fan until you went to another 
uh, model's page and looked in the comments on her pictures, and he was also their number one fan. <laughs> you're the most beautiful. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever. You're the most beautiful goddess I've ever seen from your number one fan. And they use the cut, cut and paste method. Please, that is the biggest mistake. Do not copy and paste their message. On it wasn't any even si- a private message. It was like on any message. side of the equation, no matter what you are, and, and we do. We are talking a lot. We talk a lot in terms of consumerism because you know we we talk a lot in favor of and for the the foot model. Um, but whether you're a consumer or whether you're just literally, you know, uh, scrolling through social media, enjoying your time, and hitting like and occasionally retweet if that's the the platform you're on great this is to some degree the fetish community does not have to be about sales at all right. um, it bears sales it, it bears a commercial aspect and therefore go for it that's the american way you know if you can sell it sell it um and what the yeah, joker said think... don't 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 give a uh, don't give away for free what you can if you're good at something don't give don't do it for free that's the line but um, yes, no matter who you are, if you're approaching the uh, the fetish community in a um, a social media aspect, ignore the fact that the copy and paste functions exist. Don't use them. Don't touch them. <laughs> say something to someone. If you if you think you have something to say, don't oh copy and paste God. it from the last thing you said, because and that doesn't mean you have something to say. And then people think that we don't chat, you know, like that models don't chat amongst each other. Um, but we do, we do. <laughs> so, so if you're telling me that I'm your favorite and you're telling Mrs. Wicked that she's your favorite, trust me, we know. <laughs> and, you know, if you're if you're telling a client, a customer that they, they're the favorite, it works both ways, too. <laughs> On this side of things, we chat too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the funny thing is there's a lot of us who also chat with the people who are on the selling part of it. We all interchat. We have a, we have a chat group with, I don't know, 60 or 70 people. So, (laughs) Um, Yes. We have a chat group that goes up and down. It gets from 69 to 72 and then it purges itself back down to 69. Any week you check, we're always at 69. Yeah, and um, I, I checked, there was, I, I don't remember how, but something said to me, like, how many people were active at that time, and how many people hadn't been active for this amount of time, and I'm going to say about half of the people are active all the time, even though a lot of them are quiet, and they don't say anything, they still read everything. And the, you'll see a flurry of emotes, you know, there are times when I'm like, that's kind of the tired way to do the chat, it's not that I'm not under, it's not that I don't appreciate it um you know i'm at work i'm a little pressed for time i'm enjoying reading through it i don't really have a thought to add to it but i do want to throw an emote at like most comments in it just so people know i am reading it and i'm feeling it yeah oh my gosh all right so i you know we're like there are so many different things that I can say on my end and on other people's end. But I really do think that the biggest mistake that we all make collectively is assuming 
there's just too much assuming in our community. <laughs> I mean, not for us, because we have this amazing podcast and, you know, we can clarify things. But <laughs> um, don't assume that we like dick pics. Don't assume that we don't like dick pics. Don't assume that we will do triple X content. Don't assume that we don't. Like, you just have to ask. Yeah. It's communication. It goes back and, to communication. And so there that's going to get me to uh to a class of the a, a group of the selling class who don't want to entertain the conversation that's going to get them. Oh, I think that's a big mistake. You you don't put up with time wasting, but don't entertain the conversation that's going to answer those questions that's going to potentially get you the sale either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming across all like they come across all standoffish. They're like, don't DM me, don't look at me, don't talk to me. But here, I make videos. <laughs> and how am I going to know what they are? <laughs> my favorite is oh my I gosh. sell foot pics. This was brand new on Instagram uh when I was just about getting booted off and, and is definitely there on um on Twitter, I get followed by them all the time. And, you know, it's like, not sure what the profile pic is. The bio says their foot size and maybe something in Japanese or maybe something in English that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then there's one tweet that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's it. But they sell foot pics. Okay. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think they want to sell a foot pic, but they're not gonna. <laughs> I, I I, I might I might venture to say that same site we have discussed is auto generating those pages just like it was auto generating pages on maybe, Instagram. Maybe and the yeah. bot is just awful. Oh my gosh, it's, yeah, maybe. Well, have you seen some of the AI art, right? AI art is huge right now. And there's always weird flaws like six fingers or like weird proportions on things. Uh, the AI that creates their fake pages doesn't quite understand things. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what, too? Remember back in the day when buying followers was a big deal? Oh God, selling pages. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't want yeah. this page anymore, but it's got 50,000 followers. How much do you want to buy this page for? That was nuts. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, or paid were services that followers. were supposed to get you followers. And they did. They just got you like thousands of blank pages. Right. No. Oh my gosh. Social media is just you know the mistake that I think I'm making is not subscribing to TikTok. Because I have a bunch of friends that send me all kinds of shit on TikTok and they're like, oh, we should do this. Like, let's do a collab on this. And I'm like, dude, I don't have TikTok. I think that might be a mistake. I don't know. But I'm not doing it. I have TikTok. TikTok. It's funny. I have TikTok, but I'm not seeing the same TikTok a lot of people are seeing. I'm on Twitter, and I'm not seeing the same Twitter, although I'm getting better at it. I wasn't seeing the same Twitter that, you know, our friend Molly Cocktail would see. Um, Instagram, I think we all saw the same Instagram, but I certainly don't ever see the same Reddit you see. Mm. It's very easy to accidentally niche yourself and and not get suggested things that really grow 
And I was starting to on Instagram really grow out into, you know, things that interested me as a, as a person that were not just foot fetish stuff and in a more holistic page. And ironically, that's when I got blown up. It's so crazy. Oh my gosh. We're not even going to get into all the mistakes that you can make on Instagram. We can't, we talk about those. I think the first one is doing any of this on Instagram. We all knew it wasn't liked or a good idea. We just, we're there already. They changed the rules on us. So we're angry. So we just kept breaking the rules. Yeah. I'm, I'm at least now I'm more prepared for when, and if it does happen that we get deleted because you know, the first one or two really, really fucking sting. And then after that, you just get used to it. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm like eight, eight or 9,000 followers and I'm, I'm surprised actually, but also I don't post a lot. I post once a month, maybe if that, mm. and so one of here... post is always something baking related. So <laughs> here's what I I'll, I'll ask you instead of, instead of saying, this is a mistake, I'm going to ask you, is, is this a mistake? Uh, should we have just found the one intro that we actually did right and pre-recorded it and added it to all of our episodes? <laughs> no, because that would be boring as hell. <laughs> we finally found a song and that made, it still makes me happy all the time. Like we always wanted music and we just. I mean, the only reason why I wanted music was because um, when you were on auto on Spotify and you'd play an episode, as soon as it was over, it would play the next one. And it was very confusing because there was no gap. So all of a sudden we'd be like, we'd say our ending line and then we'd be like, hi, hello, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'd be like, wait, what? What just happened? Like, I missed that. So I wanted something sort of to identify the beginning of it. I so just I think the... it was a mistake that we didn't have it for so long. I, I do think uh, that was a to mistake. To me, it was, it was just artistically. The episodes that we did choose to begin with a song because it applied to what we were talking about in the episode, I thought they just opened better. I just liked coming off of that. It, you know, maybe it's the musician in me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I also think that... Um... <laughs> it's it no, it's not a mistake that we don't have a pre-recorded, you know. Although maybe I do think still sometimes that it's a mistake that we don't reintroduce ourselves fully, because if someone's listening to us for the first time, they don't know who the fuck we are. They're like, who are these people that are telling me what to do and what not to do? Like, what gives them the right? So um, unless they listen and get to know us by listening to multiple episodes, we don't have a, a section that says. Well, no, I guess we do have it in writing on our website, but we don't have a, an area we, that says, you know, you've been a fetishist for X amount of years, and I've been that's you know, sort of in the community for seven years, and I've been... If you search and find the show on any podcast platform, the show has an about. And the about doesn't have years, because we'd have to update it constantly. But it does explain who we are and why we know each why other. Why we're doing it, yeah. Why we do this. Yeah. All right, so I think we've talked enough about stupid shit. Uh, coming up, uh, I don't know, before the holidays, you we're going to have Molly Cocktail on uh, as a guest host. And we're also going to do our Christmas specials. And I, I 
want to say that it would be a mistake if you did not give us a continuation of the first few years. So you're going to, right? You're going to do part three of that sexy story. <laughs> you're killing me because you literally, when we discussed this off the air, told me I was doing a different story and told me what story to use. Did I? <laughs> yes, and I've already started prepping on that. Wait, <laughs> I thought you were going to give us part three of um, the continuation of your stories, but using a different... Should, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> we I don't know, know what we're going to do. Us. You're yeah. going to find that out on, on December 20th. And it would be a mistake if you didn't listen to it, because either way, it's fucking amazing. So Always, always fun. At least the most fun episode we have every year. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we... Uh, just a little bit after Thanksgiving here. We don't quite have our Christmas stories written, but we're uh, we're working on that. And uh, yeah. I mean, people really enjoy them. If I had more time, I'd say let's do it at Thanksgiving too. Let's do it every holiday. Like maybe creepy, scary stories at Halloween too. Mm. Can we do that? Can we do creepy and sexy at the same time? I don't know. All right. But thanks, you guys, for tuning in. And <laughs> we hope that this helps in some small way. I know that we do get a lot of new models listening to us and um, a lot of fresh foot fetishes that listen and tune into our podcast. So we hope this helps in some small way, at least how to navigate social media a little bit. Um, we and, do promise uh, that we've got some some things on the on the slate for coming up the end of season four and the beginning of season five that are more about the fetish and less about the the the, the commercial side of the community. We do talk about that a lot and it kinda hopefully we ebb and flow and we cover both. Um I mean I'm really looking forward to the speed on film. Like I don't want to talk. Maybe we should call it feed on TV because yeah, I think that, this one's more of a small screen feed on film. Yeah, I want to talk about about all of the little scenes that we see. I mean, I just saw one in the George Lopez show, the new George Lopez show that I can't remember Lopez versus Lopez or something. Um, and there's just references everywhere. So we've just got to get them all together for you and talk about them. And those are always so much fun. Those are always so much fun. So. Um, so with that, um, we hope you had a good holiday and, um, I don't know, I guess we'll, 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 you'll hear from us soon. Yes. I don't know. Thank you as always for listening and tuning in. Um, we love doing this for you and we, we love the opportunity to just get together and chat. And we hope you like, listen to us. Uh, you've made it this far, so we think you like it. And, so, and. If you've found some reason, any reason at all, to masturbate to this episode today. <laughs> if, if, if your mistress <laughs> has just told you, goon to the others to his podcast, it's probably the only reason at this point. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> you're very welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs>